Cotton Malone typed the web address with trembling fingers. Like a phone that rings in the middle of the night, nothing about an anonymous message was ever good. The note had arrived two hours ago, while he'd been out of his bookshop on an errand, but the employee who'd accepted the unmarked envelope forgot to give it to him until a few minutes ago. The woman didn't say it was urgent, she said. What woman? Chinese lady, dressed in a gorgeous Burberry skirt. She said to give it only to you. Inside had been a folded sheet of grey vellum upon which was printed a web address with a .org suffix. He waited while the screen blackened. A video display console indicated that a live feed was about to engage. A body appeared, lying on its back, arms above the head, ankles and wrists bound to what looked like a sheet of plywood. The person was angled so that the head was slightly beneath the feet. A towel wrapped the face, but it was clear the form was a woman. Mr. Malone. The voice was electronically altered. We've been waiting. Not in much of a hurry, are you? A hooded figure appeared on the screen, holding a plastic bucket. He watched as water was poured onto the towel that wrapped the woman's face. Her body writhed as she struggled with her restraints. He knew what was happening. The liquid penetrated the towel and flowed unrestricted into her mouth and nose. At first, a few gulps of air could be stolen, the throat constricted, inhaling little of the water, but that could be maintained only for a few seconds. Then the body's natural gag reflex would kick in and all control would be lost. It was like drowning without ever being submerged. Malone recalled the public debate a few years ago as to whether waterboarding was torture. Damn right it was. The man stopped pouring. The woman continued to struggle with her restraints. Here's the purpose of my contact, the voice said. The camera zoomed tight on the towel wrapping the woman's face. A hand entered the frame and wrenched the soaked cloth away, revealing Cassiopeia Vitt. Oh no, Malone muttered. She gained her breath. Don't give them a damn thing, Cotton! The soaked towel was slapped back across her face. That would not be smart, the computerized voice said. Certainly not for her. Is this necessary? he said into the laptop's microphone. I want you to clearly understand what's at stake. And you need to understand that I can kill you. Let's stop with the bravado. I want what she gave you. He saw Cassiopeia renew her struggle against the restraints. Give him nothing, Cotton. I mean it. I gave that to you for safekeeping. More water was poured and she fought to breathe. Bring the item to Tivoli Gardens at 2 p.m., just outside the Chinese pagoda. If you don't show... The voice paused. I think you can imagine the consequences. The connection was severed. He sat back in the chair. He hadn't spoken to Cassiopeia for two weeks. Their relationship was hardly one at all just an attraction that they both tacitly acknowledged. Strangely, Henrik Torvaldsen's death had drawn them closer. Seeing her on the screen tore at his gut. He suddenly realized that if anything happened to this woman, his life would never be the same. He had to find her. 
but there was a problem. She'd left nothing with him for safekeeping.